I am a huge fan of technology and all that it can do. Personally, I like it for work, entertainment, and the daily management of a busy, crazy life. But right here, in the middle of it all, I see technology has some major drawbacks and obstacles that I didn't fully expect. Today, we're going to look at those drawbacks to technology that middle schoolers can face. So let's go ahead and get started. Have you ever felt that we are losing young people to the world around them and that they have already chosen to walk away from Jesus without even knowing him? And did you know that all young people are at risk for something? That's why I want to welcome you to the Jesus is my hashtag podcast, where positive youth development and youth ministry intersect. I'm your host, Deb Schroeder. Join me weekly for encouragement, resources, and strategies to assist you in helping young people make Jesus their hashtag. We are near the end of the school year in our special series, In the Middle of It All, where I'm sharing observations from working in a local middle school as a permanent sub. In other words, I am in the middle school every day in all different classrooms across all three grades, 6th, 7th, and 8th. And to be honest, I'm definitely growing a greater concern for technology and its impacts on our students. Some might even say that there's a growing addiction to technology that teenagers are experiencing. Whether or not it's an actual addiction, I don't know. However, I do believe that there is truth in saying some students are really facing technology addiction. First, let me again say that I too love technology. I love the access to the world that it provides. Yet at the same time, it also connects me constantly via phone, email, texting, and social media apps. There are times that I want to disconnect. But here's the thing about that. I'm an adult with a greater set of life skills and understanding of balance than young people possess. My ability to disconnect, set boundaries, and limits is different from that of a middle schooler. I see amazing benefits to technology in the classrooms. Students can access additional avenues of learning and different resources that might be otherwise limited. And if we're being honest, our whole world is moving away from paper and pencil and towards computers. This is going to be the world that our tweens and teens live in. I also want to acknowledge that not all students are struggling with a constant desire to be online, on a phone, on a computer. Some really don't fixate on it. That said, there are, of course, a growing number of students who cannot separate from technology. In the past couple of years with my subbing, when I went between the middle school and high school, I've seen students really struggle to put their cell phone in their bag and not have it physically on them. I've seen a student whose phone was taken away struggle because it was at the teacher's desk a mere five feet away, and I watched him inch his chair closer and closer to his phone. I've witnessed students walking hallways carrying their laptops while trying to play a game, not looking up and not knowing where they're going. I've seen an increase in students struggling to disconnect from technology and struggling for it not to be an in-classroom distraction. And from these prior years of subbing, this is what I would say. I competed with student phones for attention while giving directions or instruction. I competed with student laptops while doing the same thing. Students played games, went on social media, texted friends, listened to music, watched videos. I would repeatedly have to tell them to put away their phones or close their computers. 
and when they were using computers, I continued a battle with them staying focused on the assignment at hand. This year, our school district enacted a rule that cell phones are not to be used by students during school hours, except at lunch. Students could bring phones, but they had to not be on them during class periods. Within a couple of months, our middle school ended up taking phones away even at lunch due to poor behaviors of students in the cafeteria while on their phones. Some teaching teams even have made a rule in their classrooms that phones have to be in their backpacks and not physically on the student. Truthfully, this has made it easier in some ways as a teacher in the classroom to not constantly be battling phones. Students have behavioral consequences if they're caught on a phone, and it's helped them to set boundaries in the classroom. Additionally, our school has implemented a program that allows teachers to see student computer screens while they're on them. We've had firewalls and block sites for years, but teachers now have the ability to block things for an entire class or a specific individual student. Teachers can monitor what students are doing while on the computer. And let me tell you, students are quick enough to change tabs if you're walking the room slowly making it to each student to check in on their focus. This program has the ability to help students stay more focused if a teacher is able to use it. Prior to being able to monitor student computers this year, I will be honest and say that I was surprised how many times I would have to tell the same student over and over to get out of a game or off a website and do their work. And it wasn't just one student. It wasn't just one specific grade. It surprised me because as soon as I would move away, Within minutes, the students were often back where they were not supposed to be. The technology was more of a distraction. It wasn't being used as a tool for learning. And this isn't just something that I experience as a sub. Most, if not all, teachers have dealt with this in their classrooms. I might sound a little naive that this surprised me that students would immediately go back to what I asked them not to be on. But I want you to understand that I have this perspective that I believe students are going to meet the expectations we set for them. So for me, it was more of a disappointment in them not meeting my expectations. There is no doubt for me that technology has amazing benefits to education, but it can also create additional obstacles in the classroom. I would even venture to say that this same inability to look away from technology carries over outside of the school building. Look around at a restaurant and you'll see not only young people on phones, but parents instead of them engaging in face-to-face conversations. Watch students in a church setting and you're going to see them struggling to stay focused and not glance at their phones. Same thing in a group setting. Watch students of driving age struggle to put down their phones while they're actually driving. Check out what students do after they go home from school. How long are they on technology versus being outside? versus interacting with family and peers, versus looking up from their screen. So what are you, as a caring adult, to do? Let me share five things. First, be aware of what young people are doing. How often are they on technology? What are they doing while they're on a gadget? Notice how easy or difficult it is for them to transition between different activities. Now let me add to this. Also be aware of what you're doing on technology. Track yourself in the same way and see if you're modeling these things to them. Second, look for signs of addiction or a growing problem. These things would include preoccupation with video games, social media, and all things digital, sadness, anxiety, irritability when separated from the devices, 
loss of interest in non-digital activities, lying or denial about using technology, using technology to avoid emotions such as guilt, anger, sadness, and a decline in personal hygiene and self-care, as well as a decline in grades and school performance. Now, this is not to say that technology is solely to blame for these things, but honestly, they might be playing a role in them. We have to acknowledge that. Looking at the bigger picture of what's going on with a young person, noticing what they're doing, and looking for these signs, that can assist you in identifying struggles that a student faces. Third, discuss with young people the importance of balance in separating from technology. You could even challenge students to join you in a mini-fast from being online, etc. Allow them to call you out on your own struggles with technology separation. Seeing it in you may help them see it in themselves. Fourth, create opportunities and activities that are technology-free. For example, in a small group, have a space for phones to be kept while meeting. At family dinner time, turn off the TV and don't allow phones at the table. In a classroom setting, create other ways to do an activity that are not solely technology-based. During downtime, offer different ways that a student can reset their mind besides technology. Fifth, pray for God's direction on how to manage technology in your space where you work with young people. Pray for his wisdom to know how to assist young people in this as well. At the end of the day, technology is not going anywhere. But managing and balancing technology has become a life skill that all young people now need. Being aware and proactive of this in the struggles of separation a young person might experience helps you start to figure out ways that students can practice this life skill. As we wrap up the school year and move into summer, I'm going to be honest and say that I worry for some of our young people who are going to replace their academic time entirely with online surfing and gaming. Add to it that social media can impact young people in negative ways as well. That just is going to level up the work that we're going to face when we return to school in the fall. Today, as we close out this podcast episode, I want to challenge you to spend the rest of the day trying to disconnect from social media and online activity that's not required for your job. See how you feel. See if it impacts your productivity, your mood, your energy levels. And I'm going to do that same thing as well. And don't forget to meet me back here next week when we wrap up this series in the middle of it all. Hey there, fellow youth workers. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember what Matthew 9.37 tells us. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. In other words, keep showing up and keep caring.